get stage fright. I don't know, but like, I'm a little I, nervous. Why, <laughs> Dopey? You're just talking to me. It's just super chill. Love sharing our love story. <laughs> sharing oh. our love story. Oh, I love that. Hey everyone, welcome to It's Not Me, It's COVID with Courtney Allen. I'm your host, Courtney. This podcast series is going to be all about dating during COVID. Yes, we are in a pandemic and don't know how long this is going to last, but people want that attention, affection, and connection. So why the fuck not make a podcast all about that? Zoom calls, FaceTime dates, texting, dating apps, ghosting, how hard it is to actually date, especially during this time in our lives, and who knows? Maybe some one-on-one socially distanced dates. We're going to talk all about that. So strap in and feel the feels. Hope you like it because here we go. (sighs) What is up, everyone? Hi. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you are listening to this, what is up? It's cold. It's fucking cold here. It's really, really cold. Okay, it's not that, not as cold as the East Coast, but like, it's cold. It's cold. I can't believe I'm complaining about West Coast cold when I have been in East Coast cold. I don't know if that's, that's a, yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know why I'm doing that. What, what's new? What's going on? I'm trying to think. Um, Launch the first episode of The Lion, the Witch, and the Podcast. I think I said that in the last episode. Super excited for all of that. Um, we've been getting great feedback. And I love working with Sean. It's been super fun. Um, obviously, this podcast is still going on. <laughs> and I'm so thankful because we reached over a 1,000 views. Like, what? That's so cool that all of you want to listen to this, and I'm so thankful and appreciative, so thank you for that. Thank you. And yeah, like, oh, oh, oh my God. I just, re- um, apparently our cases are getting better in California. Finally. That's amazing. Like, oh my God. And because they are, we, op- uh, restaurants are opening up outdoor dining again. I personally won't don't think I'll be going still. Just, just not yet. Just in case. Also, I never really went outdoor dining. Like, I don't know why. I don't really miss, I mean, I miss restaurants, but I don't know. I just never really did. So that's, that's positive. It's all positive things that are happening right now. And it's good. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. I am so excited. Once again, I have a couple on for this episode, Nick Chingus and Amanda Pace. They, I love them. They are some of my really good friends. They are the cutest couple ever. They live in New York right now and they talk about how they met, which is like super cute. And shout out to Nick's mom. Like she knows what's up. Yeah. So they talk about how they met, what their life was like before they met, um, COVID, like what they've gone through during COVID. And you get to hear their love story. So let's let's hear it. Do you have questions for us? Or are we going to riff? No, we're just going to riff. We're just going to fucking riff. We're just going to go for it. Okay. 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 Yes. Okay, we're starting. Oh, yeah. Should we do like a clap? Should we do a clap? Because my first couple, my first couple is on the podcast. Nick and Amanda. Hey, guys. Hey, fam. Hi. Hey. 
Hey. So we have Amanda Pace and Nick Chingus on this episode. And I love these two. They are my good friends back on the East Coast. And let's just get into it. Okay. So whoever wants to go first, who you are, where you're from, what you do, all that good shit. (laughs) You can start. Sure, sure. I'll start. So uh, I am Nick Chingus. I'm originally from the suburbs of Philadelphia. Uh, Shout out to Bucks County. Yeah. Newtown, Pennsylvania and Yardley, Pennsylvania. And uh, went to school uh, with you at St. Joseph's University. Yes, he was our president of our senior year. I, uh, it was, it was the honor of my life and, uh, yeah, we graduated in 2016 and since then I've been bopping around the Northeast. I've spent some time in Boston, spent some time in Stanford, Connecticut. Now I live in New York City. Uh, I work in banking and financial services for Citizens Bank. Uh, and, uh, right now I'm living, uh, in this wonderful neighborhood. I don't know if it's Union Square or if it's Gramercy or not Gramercy. That was my like, last neighborhood. Or I feel like it's between Greenwich Village. I don't know where we live, but Amanda and I, I feel have like a, the corner. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're at the intersection of, of Chelsea, a bunch of different neighborhoods, and Amanda and I have an awesome apartment. And uh, I am working. Uh, I'm working remotely here in New York. My my office is like literally up the road, but I haven't touched it in like nine months. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's me. That's me right now. Uh, that was great. I love it. The one thing I love that, Nick, we weren't friends in college. Like we knew of each other and we had mutual friends, but we weren't friends until our, one of our best friends, Mike, you guys finally, or no, I think we met before you guys, before you two moved in together. And I remember Mike was like, yeah, you got to be friends with Nick. Like you got, I don't know why you guys aren't friends yet. It's so weird. And then we finally met. I was like, why weren't we friends in college? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it makes me a bad friend because I, I honestly don't remember exactly when or where we met. I don't remember either. (laughs) I I think it was, uh, it it had to have been like a St. Joe's like, alumni i think it was like a young alumni dinner or something and it was close to my very first apartment here in the city because i remember we were talking about like some of like the restaurants and bars nearby but then eventually the conversation just kind of drifted into like mcdonald's which like (laughs) all good conversations i guess end in like in fast food at like mcdonald's insomnia hours of the night we hours of the morning Yeah, yeah exactly uh and uh yeah that would that would have been around the beginning of my time in New York. And then, you know, from, from there, our friendship has definitely flourished, I'd say. And it's blossomed. It got, yeah. It got even better when we lived, uh, when we got, uh, when we lived within like five blocks of each other. So. I know. I miss walking to your place. It was like a 15, 20 minute walk. It was so great. Yeah. But yes. Amanda, your turn. Go. Yes. Uh, let's see. I'm also from Pennsylvania, from Yardley, which is actually neighbor, neighboring towns to Newtown from Nick. So we actually grew up in the same county right by each other, but never knew each other. Small world. Yeah. And then let's see, went to school in Philly and then moved to Philly after graduation with my, my two friends. 
And then let's see, I guess now I'm in New York. Yes. New York for, for Nick and love, found a new job, lots of change in 2020. And I guess that's, I don't know, kind of simple. That's simple. We got a lot of time. Your your life like completely changed during this time. So we got like a lot to talk about. Yeah, that's true. Like a lot. Let's go into a little bit about how your dating was like before you met each other. Who would like to go first again? <laughs> uh, you go this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So I wasn't seriously dating. I was in Philadelphia, kind of just like having fun with my roommates who are going out kind of just like meeting random people yeah um had something like I don't know wasn't that serious just like hooking up with someone but didn't really see a future it wasn't ever anything serious yeah kind of just low-key I don't know (laughs) no I agree I feel like I I mean 20 year old it's very hard to find relationships during your 20s especially when you're younger like if you weren't in a relationship in college like I feel like it is harder to find somebody yeah and I tried the apps I went on I think one bumble date and it was not great and so I was like you know what I'm just gonna take a break from this and kind of just I don't know Just wait, you know, until you meet your boyfriend that's sitting next to you now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So when I moved, or shortly before I moved to New York, uh, I uh, was exiting a long-term relationship that began in my college days. And uh, when I moved to to New York, um, I expected it to kind of be like a boon for me terms of like my my dating life and my social life and uh I think for my social life that was definitely true uh for dating it it never really panned out to be that way I went on a handful of dates I had the dating apps I uh I was meeting people um nothing really you know blossomed or or grew out of any of those efforts and to a a large extent I, I wasn't really like meeting or like quote dating the people that I that I I wanted to or I thought were best for me and Mm -hmm. uh, you know even like sharing some of my stories with my friends and family they even agreed to to a large extent and that's ultimately what brought me to Amanda because I guess it was uh it was the very end of 2018 it was about this time the end of December early January my mom I was home for the holidays and my mom said to me you know you're it doesn't sound like you're meeting the right people I bet I can find you your next girlfriend and I yes was like, mom yes I'm, I'm not afraid to share it I'm not afraid to share any of this a lot of people were like you're not embarrassed to say your mom set you up with like you're, like the love of your life your girlfriend and I'm like no I don't care like, that's like not- our family knows what we like and what we don't like especially our mothers our mothers they know people, mom knows people, People pay matchmakers. Like, yeah. I, I didn't have to pay for a matchmaker. It's fine. Which is great. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So my mom, true to her word, was at a was at a Duncan that kind of uh, it borders you know, the town that like my parents live in uh, that I primarily grew up in and the town that 
Amanda grew up in and she ran into a friend of hers and uh, you know, it was like a handful of days after having this conversation with me and was like, you know what? Cause like, uh, you know, her friend has, has a daughter who's about our age and is my, my best friend. Yeah. And was like, you know, yeah. does, uh, does, does Emma have any friends who are, you know, nice single meet this profile that I built out in my brain and <laughs> be a good match for Nick. And, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what her response was, but it must've been something like, you know what? Yeah, actually. And, um, it yielded, uh, a brokered introduction to Amanda. I remember it was like New Year's Eve and I was getting ready to, uh, head into Philadelphia to celebrate, uh, you know, the new year with some friends of mine in a bar or something. And I'm like frantically getting ready cause I'm late to everything. And uh, I see my phone like vibrate in my bathroom and I look down, it's a text from my mom with a picture of this girl. And I'm like, what is this? She's like, do you think she's cute? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I mean, she, yeah, she looks cute. I don't know anything about her, she's cute, yeah. And she was like, okay, good. Like, I'm gonna forward you her number now. Like, her name's Amanda, like uh, Mrs. Uh, Gordon has great things to say about her. You, know, you, should, you should reach out to her in the new year. And, and then Amanda had a similar exchange with, uh, you know, her, her friend's mother who, you know, did, was the, the broker on, on that end. So, and then that's was, so cute. Yeah. And then it was, uh, yeah, I'll never forget that, that, uh, New Year's Eve getting a text from my friend's mom saying, asking me if I'm single, number one. And then she was like, I have this great guy for you he lives in New York. I'm like, he lives in New York. Like, why are you setting up with someone that lives in New York? You know, I live in Philly, but I mean the long distance, I mean, two, what, yeah. is it? what is it? Two, two hours, two and a half hours. Uh, it's actually only like an hour and a half to two hours, depending on traffic. That's right. <laughs> there's always, traffic. there's always traffic, <laughs> but yeah, she sent me his Facebook and then I was like, yeah, you can give my number. That's cute. When was your first date? Um, our first date was, uh, the day before Columbus Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he had reached out to me, uh, January 3rd. I know it's weird that I know the date, but. It's not. No, it's not weird. Mm -mm. Um. <laughs> I would know that. I know that shit too. It's fine. So he texted me that day and then two weeks later because his family's from the Philadelphia area he had come home for a weekend and then he came into Philly for our first date. And so. here you are now. What was the long distance? Cause I mean, you guys did long distance for a very long time. Yeah, we, we did long distance for, so I guess technically it was only long distance for a year and a couple months because of COVID. Right. So COVID kind of, expedited things right right what was the long what was the long distance like though for for both of you was it hard um it it's it's like it, it wasn't easy i i can't imagine it, it's it's ever easy for for any couple but um you know we uh it, especially like it, at first we weren't seeing each other all the time but at that point you know we, we weren't officially dating for the first couple months either um, but you know, with, with each time we, 
uh, we got together, you know, we, we wanted to see each other more than, than the last time and mm. came to like each other a little more than the last time. And, mm. you know, like after a while, like you, you, like you, you get kind of frustrated with the work, but then at some point, like it doesn't feel like work anymore or it, it feels like it's all worth it. And, you know, the, the benefits outweigh kind of the, the pain, but, uh, and then once we started dating officially in May of 2019, uh, that's kind of when we started seeing each other more and more and more. And we were planning to see each other more trips back to Philly, more trips up to New York. I don't York. know. I don't agree with that. I feel like it was. Oh. <laughs> I feel like it was from the get go that we had pretty much like a schedule of seeing each other probably twice, twice a month. Mm-hmm. And so it would be me going to New York once a weekend and then we have a break in our own cities and then he would come to me. Um, and so I feel like it was from the very beginning that we kind of had this like unspoken schedule that we stuck to of visiting each other. And, you know, a lot of people like would say distance is so hard and it definitely was. But when we did see each other, it was like really great quality time. Yeah. Because, like, couples that are always together, if they live in the same cities and they can go on multiple dates every week, then it's not, not saying it's not as special because every relationship is special, but, like, we really had to make the most of every, like, second or minute that we had together. Right. I mean, I remember when Mike would be telling me, like, I'd say, oh, Nick's going down, see Amanda in, in Philly. I'm like, wow, the dedication and the fact that, I mean, you guys really just, you felt something and you wanted to see each other. And I think it also helps that you're from the same area. So that helps too with like family and just getting to know. So it just, I just remember like when Mike was telling me, I was like, oh, this is legit. Like this is going, I feel, I feel something. I need to meet this girl. Like I need to meet Amanda as soon as possible. And I just, I love that. But it's so true. You guys did put in the time and the effort and had so much more quality time together when you were together, which is so freaking, it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome to hear that. Then I guess it was like after, I don't know, eight, nine months, because we had this, like I would leave Sunday night to go back to Philly to get ready for the work week. And then it just became more and more difficult to leave and I was I really started to push it like I started staying until Monday morning would wake up at 5 a.m to catch like a 6 a.m bus because I would always take the bus back to Philly and like sit on the bus and then go right to work in Concha Hawkins so it was like I just never wanted to leave and then so at towards the end of the year we had started talking about me moving to New York and you were cool with that. You were cool oh, well, when we talked about it. I remember you were saying like you want to change your job and like you want to have a new experience and like living in New York. I think every every person should live in New York once in their life. So I I mean, and look, like I said, look where you are now. Now you're both in New York, which is so exciting, but also during an interesting time to be moving there. Yeah. You know, timing is everything, right? Yeah. In life and it was at a time when I wasn't really happy or fulfilled by my job in the Philadelphia area and my family's from New York and it was always kind of this dream to live in New York City. And and then I met I met Nick and kind of like my dream guy. So it was like, okay, 
My you know, not, not oh, my heart is melting. I'm getting teary eyed, guys. It was like perfect. It was like, okay, I'll look for a new job and then I get to be closer, closer to you. So sad. <laughs> you guys are so cute. I remember, Amanda, it was one day that I think it was your lunch break that we went and we sat at Madison Square Park and we were talking about like, once you move to New York, like, how are you feeling about this? What do you think is going to happen? And we were saying, oh my God, like we're going to hang out almost every single day. Like it's going to be so awesome. And then COVID happened, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. So what was the beginning of that like for the both of you? Because Amanda, you hadn't moved here yet. Yeah. So it was March 12th and I was actually on Long Island for my final interview for the job that I have right now. Um, and then on my way back, I, I scooped Nick. Um, Cause there was at the time where like New York was shutting down, like yeah. closed, you have to get out right now. So I was like, okay, I'll just swing by, pick you up and then we'll head to your parents' house. Bucks County and we didn't come back until June (laughs) (laughs) yeah like like for most people I've packed the suitcase thinking I'd be out of New York for like two weeks maximum and I didn't really pack that much if it wasn't for a bachelor party that I was supposed to go to in Cancun like yeah or like like a week or two after I'd left New York I wouldn't have even had like summer stuff with me but I packed like I packed stuff for like a trip to Cancun <laughs> thinking like, I don't know, this probably won't happen, but if it does, like at least I have stuff. And of course, like it came in handy because I didn't go back to my apartment until, uh, in, until June. And you know, by that point, summer was in full swing and I was going to the Jersey shore wearing my Cancun gear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What made you want to stay at Nick, at Nick, your, your parents' place? Um, you know what it was? So, like, I don't, we never really talked about it, but, you know, Philly, a city, obviously, and in cities, like, nothing was open. Yeah. Um, and so it's not like it was fun saying in Philly, my roommates weren't there. Everyone kind of went home. It was the thing to do during COVID in the beginning. It was like, yeah, go you home. Apartment, like, you go home. And at that point, Nick was home. Um, and I just kind of stayed. Oh, and his family was great. They kind of insisted on me staying too, right? So yeah. it was kind of like, okay. And I kind of moved in for three months. And that was the start of you guys basically living together. Yeah. And so I don't know if you can, if you can live with the in-laws, quote unquote, since no <laughs> one can actually see us doing the quotation marks. Quote yes. Then like, you can get through it get through anything of living together <laughs> yeah yeah i i mean it's uh it, it's it's not easy right living under <laughs> under living with your parents yeah like yeah it, it wasn't i mean i'll speak for myself it wasn't easy for me i imagine it wasn't easy for amanda either living under someone else's roof for for you know three months and you know for amanda it, it's not her home for me it feels like a home obviously i grew up in that in that house with those people but um, it, it's, it's an adjustment. And I think that is even more difficult than returning to New York and living together here. I think, <laughs> I think in a lot of respects that made our relationship stronger and this has kind of been more so a piece of cake. So I love, I mean, it's true. If you can get through, I mean, living with family, 
you can basically get through anything, especially during this time. Because Nick, your siblings were also there too. Mm-hmm. So there was a whole freaking house. Yeah. I, I think the biggest issue uh, outside of clashing personalities uh, was, was uh, the Wi-Fi usage. <laughs> Honestly, everybody, everybody working from home, working remotely. Amanda was on Zoom doing trainings or I don't, I don't know, whatever, yeah. whatever collaborations and video software Amanda was using. I was doing my thing. Brother uh, works and goes to school, sister going to school, mom working, dad working. Oh my so. God. And the dog. You can't forget Leah. And the dog. And the dog. You can't forget Leah. Yeah. Wow. What made you decide when to start looking for apartments in New York? Um, so that's actually a pretty easy question only because, so I, the job that I took that like landed me in New York was doing pharmaceutical sales. And so that job, you have to be in the field, right? Like you're in doctor's offices. And so for the first part of COVID, I was in training and we were remote, but then when we got the green flag to go back into offices, that was our cue of, we need to be in New York now. And it actually, yeah, and it actually perfectly coincided with the end of my lease and the end of in, in New York and the end of Amanda's lease in Philly. Oh yeah, we had the same lease end date. Yeah. Wow, like that was yeah. another sign. Uh, both both <laughs> of both of our leases were up June thirtieth, and then Amanda was told the week before the Fourth of July that she had to be back in the field, boots on the ground in Manhattan, which was all the same exact week. So, you know, for for us, it was pretty clear that we needed to have an apartment either you know, June 15th or July 1st, if we're, t- if we're sticking with like typical lease start dates. So that was pretty clear. There was a little bit of debate as to like, you know, Amanda, if you don't have to go back into the field right away, like, should we not move in back to New York and, you know, save a little bit of money? Like, how long do we wait? Oh, yeah. right. Do we have the patience to wait? Do we just want to go back and like have our own place? But, you know, ultimately work made the decision for us. So, yeah. Wow. And like I said, look at this place now. It's so freaking cute. Every time you show me like new little things that you're putting in the apartment, I was like, oh, I love that. I know. It, it was, it was, I don't, so I had downloaded Street Easy to start looking for apartments and I was stalking the shit out of that app. I think I was on it like every 20 minutes, like refreshing, trying to find an apartment and Nick's like, quote was you can share it of like never oh so like the the like rule of thumb with new york and maybe you can you can validate this for me is like you're never going to find the perfect apartment like oh no at, at least that's in your price range like yes always, like you always have to sacrifice on something yes. whether it's like you know, the, the finishings in the apartment, the floor it's on, the neighborhood, the price of the rent, the, the hell, like the number of windows, if the, if the bathroom's nice, like there's always something that like you feel like you have to sacrifice on. Like the perfect apartment doesn't exist. And then Amanda found the perfect apartment. <laughs> it's so freaking cute and the perfect location. Like the fact that it's new too, that is so hard to find like new like buildings yeah. and it just I mean you guys lucked out 
yeah, no, it, it was a, a combination of hard work on Amanda's part and, <laughs> and luck because uh, you, know, you, you have to open up Street Easy at the right time. And when Amanda had inquired about the apartment, there were apparently like dozens of other messages, but um, Amanda's persistence won the day because she messaged the, the um, leasing agent on Street Easy on their own website uh, called them, left a voicemail, <laughs> sent an email, and the leasing agent was like, you weren't the first to reach out about the apartment, but you were the most persistent, so we will do business together. <laughs> when I need an apartment here, I'm going to let you do it. Yeah, I'll do it for you. It was honestly, it was like an adrenaline rush. It was like, how, how do I get a, a hold of these people? Like, I have to tell them I'm ready to sign the lease right now. Like, we were on the phone with the leasing agent. I was like, I just need to know, like, when and where to sign. And Nick was like, whoa, like, slow your roll. Like, we have some questions to ask. I was like, I don't have any questions. Like, I just want to sign. I love that. I, yeah, like, you're, yeah, you're going to have my, you're going to get my apartment for me. Maybe that's why I haven't been wanting to look, because I know that I need you. Yes, I'll be happy to do it. Find some LA apartments for me. That'd be great. Happy to do it. It was exciting. How does it feel being back in the city? I mean, you guys, your your relationship really started, I mean, in New York and in Philly, and you guys were experiencing so many things in New York that I think is a huge reason why I love New York, especially when you're in a relationship, you get to like share so many things, your favorite bars, the times that we would be going out, your the restaurants, all the cute like little things you would do as a couple what is so or how different is it now i think uh those are all really good points actually and i haven't really thought that hard until right now about that but um i i think moving to a new neighborhood at least for me and to a neighborhood that like i was never really in at all or that much prior to moving to this area of Manhattan um, and a neighborhood that um, Amanda certainly didn't know that well, uh, I, I think has been really good for us because it's given us, uh, you know, new turf to explore and, you know, new bars and restaurants to discover together to the extent you can do it right now, right? Because of COVID. Um, if we, for example, moved to somewhere where like I had already been, mm-hmm. uh, um, Amanda knows a lot of those spots. I know a lot of those spots. It would be hard to kind of share a lot of the things that I love about those neighborhoods with her because things are not normal right now. But you know, f- for us, we're in a we're in a new place for the two of us, and we've been able to make all of these new memories together simultaneously. So that's been cool. Yeah, I yeah, I guess because I didn't live here first, like I didn't really no I mean it's quiet don't get me wrong and we kind of joke how as you're hearing the siren in the background (laughs) yeah like living in New York during COVID (laughs) I feel like we've been propelled into our mid-30s because instead of like on Friday nights like going out to the bars or going out to dinner especially now that it's cold Mm -hmm. like our thing is ordering pizza or ramen or sushi and watching the Mandalorian and that's what we do on Friday nights. And I think we're still in bed by 11 o'clock. 
And it's like, wait a second. <laughs> isn't, isn't it so, York. isn't it so yeah. crazy? Yeah, it, it's not, it's not New York. I mean, like, like, we would be out on a Friday night, like we would get food, we'd go to a bar, we'd go to another bar, we'd go like clubbing, we'd go like down to Soho area and go to Pizza Beach. Like, it's yeah. so, like that was our Friday night versus now stay in you watch some netflix you're asleep by 11. find the best pizza in new york it's totally totally different when 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 amanda uh and i first started dating she had like openly shared a concern with me like i like to stay in on friday nights and you like to go out on friday nights and like that's that's not me and that's you and i was like well you know i like to stay in too and now like (laughs) i i didn't even have to prove that We've been forced to stay on Friday nights. But it's so fun. Going out on a Friday night for granted ever again. I agree. I cannot wait to. We'll go out on Friday. And I will be coming to visit and we'll be fucking like, we'll be raging. I was saying here too with um, with, uh, my boyfriend how we started dating during COVID. We haven't gone on a real date like not not a real real date but like date going to a concert or going to he loves hockey like going to a hockey game or taking him to go see a show like i'm so once everything opens up i think it's going to be so interesting but also exciting to like share all these experiences oh that's so true isn't it's weird it's weird to think like like our regular date is okay we bring in food either when it was really nice out, like he has a truck, we would go to the beach, eat dinner on his truck, go home and watch TV versus like going to a rooftop bar for the night and just hanging out or going to a jazz club and listening to music. Like it's so different. And I love, I mean, Amanda, we said like when you moved up to New York, that's what we'd be doing. We'd be staying in and having girls nights all the time, but now (laughs) you have girls night with Nick. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, why did I laugh at that? <laughs> <laughs> we do spa nights sometimes. Spa nights. We just did a mask night like a couple days ago. It felt so good. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. But I can only get half the mask to stick on my face because the the facial hair. But yeah, no, I get that. It did stick. My skin is much better. So <laughs> right, it's so nice. What have you learned about each other? and your relationship or learned about yourself any ups and downs like what just what has the experience what's the experience oh boy that's a big question it is a big question um so i guess the easy one to answer of like differences between us and so I'm really messy um and Nick is very clean and oh yes oh yes I remember that um and it was an adjustment for me and you know I think you've adjusted a lot too I think we really have compromised on a lot but um yeah I'm really messy like I come in the door and it's like a tornado when um, I <laughs> I take off my jacket, I leave things on the floor, there's shoes all over the place. And there's not a surface that doesn't belong to me. <laughs> yeah, good. Very good. So I've tried to be more conscious of it. I don't think I've done a great job, honestly. Um yeah, Nick is compromised on a lot. 
<laughs> but I help clean. I help. I help the clean. No, that, that's that. Amanda's not being fair to herself. I mean, she's uh, she she does do a lot <laughs> around here and and for us. And I think together we make a good team. Um, but she also helps to pick up the slack for me and us when like I'm bogged down. Like I have been working like a dog recently, and like. Amanda loves to cook and you know she has like made every single one of my meals and has uh has held it against me um and I love her for that and many other things mm. and, uh you know I, I I think she's being hard on herself when she says she's very messy she's not that bad I don't know maybe I'm getting better <laughs> I'll do the cooking but then he does the cleaning that's I will do the cleaning any day I will clean a dish for you anytime yeah, you can come. Yeah, maybe you should move back to New York because. <laughs> you know, I, it's been so much up and down thinking about like going back to New York or not, but I want, I want to experience LA. Like I have never, the times that I've been here, what I moved out when I was 18 and then I'd be here for the summer or be here for like a week or two. And I haven't experienced theater and auditioning and like going out and that kind of life. So before thinking about like the East Coast, I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna like figure it out, but I will be coming to visit like all the time because I would love to be bi-coastal. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. What do you want? And then you have to come to me. I know I've never been to California. Well, now you have an excuse. Yeah. Oh yeah. I your relationship, I feel like from the beginning, has been so like honest and communication like you guys have such good communication with one another that I you guys have gone through it and a very interesting time during COVID but I feel like this has just made you so much closer and like yes it's this world is fucked up and pretty crazy but the two of you I feel like are happy yeah yeah or at, at least, yeah, yeah. no, definitely. At, at least in our relationship, that's for sure. I mean, we 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 have our battles with work, especially right now. And, and I mean, Amanda in the last year has had to adjust to a new job and has had to work pretty hard to get up to speed and get good at it. And my job has always had its challenges and its ups and downs. And but I, I think it's getting me where I need to to go and be. And living in New York uh, hasn't been normal or, or easy during COVID and that's been an adjustment. But, uh, and you know, living with, with my family and under my, my parents' roof for those few months was, uh, was an adjustment as well. But we, we have a lot to be happy about and, and proud of when it comes to our relationship, for sure. And I, I, I think the reason why we're so strong now is probably because we had that long distance start. Um, at least for me, um, and I think I shared this with Amanda, uh, you know, when we first started seeing each other and first started dating, I thought because of the distance, like I have like no reason to like hide anything or sugarcoat like anything with you. Like, you know, like I, I don't want to spoil like the work and the effort that we're putting into getting to know each other like and building a relationship together. And I think we've kind of carried that into 
in the, the present. So. I love that. I love you guys and I love your relationship. It just makes me like so happy and gives me hope for everybody that wants to be in a relationship or find love. And it's just, it's just so cool. I just love it. I would say, yeah, I think we're really fortunate because there really hasn't been like a lot of times where we were like, I need a break from you. I think like COVID really brought us closer together. Um, I know before, before COVID, I was a really independent person, like really independent. And now I feel myself having like separation anxiety when I'm away from him for more than a night. There's two instances since we moved to New York where he went back home maybe a couple days before me. And I was like, I don't know what to do without you. I was like, I don't know how to be alone anymore. And maybe it's that's something that like everyone experiences in relationships, but I feel like it's even more intense now because we can't just like go hang out with friends. Let's be honest, even in New York, Nick has like one or two friends here. I don't have any. And so we just have each other. So you don't like have an escape. Yeah. And so thankfully like we aren't, we aren't like sick and tired of each other. We are really good about, like you said, communicating when something is bothering us and we can kind of just work through it. And luckily Nick is really patient with me because I can get <laughs> really high headed sometimes. No, I get that. That's me. That's me. Like I get that. Absolutely. Oh. Like something's on my mind. He knows it like the first second. <laughs> Oh my God. Even I think for me, whenever I'm hangry, I just, I mean, I get more angry than hungry. Like you just know. And literally he's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, you need food. You need food. It's okay. Like we're going to figure it out. I'm like, I'm so hungry. Say no more. <laughs> Say no more. You just know. You just know. Uh, what advice, recommendations, anything else you would like to tell listeners that are in relationships, want to be in relationships during this time, anything else? Uh, <laughs> Just the point. Just point it, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's, no, there's no playbook, I guess, on how to meet people and get to know people right now and even to, like, love yourself and, and work on yourself and like we're we're in like totally uncharted waters. Like I don't think anyone alive today has gone through a pandemic of this magnitude before. And you know, nobody has the answers on on how to date and, and meet people right now. So, you know, for for the people that wanna do it, um I I, I think it's probably important to just have an open mind and don't second guess yourself and you know follow your follow your feelings and do what you think is right because nobody's going to be there to validate whether or not it's true except you so you know do do what makes you do what makes you feel good and and be safe and <laughs> be happy and and work on yourself right now because uh you know we certainly have have the time to do it so that's good that's 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 that yeah that, that's exactly it. That's good. 
Yeah, I I would feel like similar to the same lines. I mean, if someone's trying to date during COVID, like I don't necessarily know what that's like and I, I can't really imagine what it's like, but I think it's important to talk to people. And so even if you're not face-to-face -face with someone, I think dating apps right now are crucial just for mental health, you know, and so like, cause that's like part of my job is mental health. And I see people struggling and being isolated and always being surrounded by the same people. And sometimes you need to be like stimulated by something else. And I think dating apps, even having texting conversations can go a long way and make you feel heard. I, and so, and social distance walks, I mean, hey, you're getting your steps in too. Like, that is true. That, yes. People. Oh my God. And I know we say all the time, we feel like we're losing um, social skills. Social skills. <laughs> so many people have said that. It's yeah. so true. It is so, so true. That's why I'm like trying to like FaceTime or Zoom or like talk to people as much as I can because I don't want to lose that. Yeah. yeah. I need to do everything that you're saying and everything Amanda's saying because that's uh, who I am as a person. I'm pretty social and this time's been difficult for me. Um, but, you know, we're getting through it. We're getting there. We'll have our Zoom parties. We'll play games. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. We can figure out something to do on Zoom. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I mean, technologies, technology these days, you know, they're on their A-game. So. Yeah, they are. I can't thank you two enough for wanting to be on this episode to talk about your love story that the world is going to hear. That it just, you, you make this time, you've made this time so positive for the both of you. And it's just so, it's so great to hear that. And it's so great to see that. And I just... I can't wait till the three of us are together again and just like be able to hug and just like have a not, I mean, normal, but a different, a new way, a, a new normal. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it too. Amen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are your social media so everyone can follow you and see the rest of your love story? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I have much to share. Uh, no, that's not true. Like the most boring follow in the world. Uh, but uh, nchengis77, is that me on Instagram? That's me on Instagram. Very good. <laughs> yeah, mine is amandapace underscore. And you're really just going to see a lot of um, pictures of us because there's, that's it. There's nothing else. I posted for the first time in four months a week ago. I was like, that's literally all I have. I have nothing <laughs> else to go on social media. There's nothing. Ah, uh, such cuties. I love their story so much and I love them. And it's just, they just, you know, they made things happen. And that is the relationship, like, uh, I just, I, I mean, I have nothing to say. If you liked this episode, if you liked past episodes, like, subscribe, share on podcast, or hi, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, have an Instagram, it's not me, it's COVID pod. And until next time on it's not me, it's COVID, I'll see you later.